Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the award-winning app developed locally to help physical therapy patients. Um, it's really fun to work with therapists and patients. The other, you know, the other day I was with a therapist and patient meeting, and this is a patient who's been using our product for a while, and said, you know, I would actually, I like this so much, I'd actually like to invest. So there was recently a competition for all the local universities who sourced their their most interesting student startups. And the winner of that top 100 DMV student startup competition is here with us in studio today, Benjamin Picus. He is the founder of Motrack Therapy. Benjamin, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Well, you're uh, hard at it. You've got a startup. You're going at it. What is Motrack Therapy actually about? So the idea is when you go through physical therapy, you have two parts. You have one where you're in the clinic working with your therapist, and then you have one where you're at home kind of doing exercises, which is the real key to your recovery. Like with everything in medicine, compliance is a huge, huge issue. So patients just don't do the exercises. They're boring. They don't have, the exercises don't have feedback. So a lot of patients choose not to do them. The idea of Motrek therapy is to track the patient's exercises using the cell phone camera. We give them a fun game to make sure they're, you know, motivated to do their exercises. We give them feedback to make sure they're doing it correctly. And then we send the data to the therapist so they know exactly what's going on. So I've been through physical therapy for a, for a knee, and you're absolutely right. The, the exercises, they hurt, they're boring, and it, it takes a lot of fortitude to push through it. That's what you're addressing. Right, and you're not alone because only 35% of people actually go do all the exercises that the therapist says. So Benjamin, this strikes me as a very, a very smart business to launch, one that I would think there's a lot of interest in. But how did you as a student come up with this as a business idea? I mean, you shouldn't you be just ordering late night pizzas and <laughs> drinking a lot of beer? So on that, we actually started at like a hackathon. Uh, the idea of a hackathon is, you know, you, you get it to weekend and you and a couple of buddies at the university uh, just kind of try to put together an idea. Usually it's software based just because that's what you have time for. Um, so this was freshman fall. We stumbled upon the technology. Um, kind of put together a rudimentary solution and then pitch it to a couple of judges who, you know, gave us some positive feedback, said keep working on it and maybe it'll go somewhere. Um, we kind of threw that, met a couple of doctors, luckily, you know, bumped into a PI who ended up starting a clinical trial with us. Kind of did start with late night and pizza and uh, moved well, from there. Well, that's a relief. A... <laughs> I, I, at last, a stereotype hasn't been destroyed by my show. You're at Hopkins. Is, is, is that university particularly amenable to this type of thing? They're, so they're getting a lot better. Um, they have a really strong medical ecosystem uh, with a great med school and a lot of great research going on. Uh, and they recently, Fast Forward, which is uh, an organization that works with student entrepreneurs, has recently done a great job of working with students. Um, they're opening up a new space this, in the fall. So they're really pushing the bar and um, you know, giving students the chance to get funding and connect with people and connect with doctors and start medical uh, startups. Were you a, a coder in, in high school or a, or a tech guy? How did you come to this? I was barely a coder. Coder in quotes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe coded one year in high school. So I couldn't do much. I came to Hopkins, couldn't do, actually wanted to do wet lab, which is like in the lab, you know, working at the pipette and stumbled upon this, was lucky enough to meet a couple people who were coders or passionate about this, uh, you know, solving this issue. So it's really been one lucky ride that I'm, you know, fortunate to be on. Now, what's it like to be a student and starting your own business? I must say that the image that I tend to see shared when it comes to student entrepreneurs is 
don't bother finishing college, just go off and do it. You know, people think about Mark Zuckerberg as the poster child, but you're in school, you're, as far as I can tell, you're <laughs> on your you know, on your path to sticking with it. How hard is it to be involved in an entrepreneurial activity and continue to, to do the hard work necessary to progress in an academic setting? Yeah, I mean, my parents for sure wouldn't let me drop out, so okay. that was never an option. Um, it, it's challenging, but, so you, you know, I'm not probably as involved in campus life as I would be really outside of school and Motrack therapy. I don't do a lot of other things. But on the other hand, you know, doing Motrack's more fun and engaging and meaningful than really anything else I'd be doing. So I wouldn't give it up. What's fun else. about it? Um, it's really fun to work with therapists and patients. The other, you know, the other day I was with a, with a, thera with a therapist and patient meeting. And this is a patient who's been using our product for a while and said, you know, I would actually, I like this so much, I'd actually like to invest. And something like that was really meaningful just to say, you know, validation that this is actually something that, you know, is helping people. Now, I know your company's coming along and I've seen it. It's a very interesting business. I'm not surprised to hear that people are interested in it. Do you find that you now think about yourself differently? Do you think of yourself as an entrepreneur where you, maybe you didn't before? What's it like? There's certainly a transition, I think, especially in the beginning, first year, year and a half, I didn't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I thought of myself as working on a project. As we started getting through our clinical trial and working through that and more interacting with patients and kind of approaching more of the business aspects, designing like business plans. It started to click a little more entrepreneur, but it was kind of a slow, organic shift in thinking. It wasn't one day I woke up and think, thought, you know, now I'm an entrepreneur. And there's still mornings I wake up and think I'm in way in, you know, in way over my head. And oh, I don't know trust what I'm me, doing. that will never stop, my friend. That <laughs> uh, will never stop. <laughs> that's great to hear. Yeah, there's definitely been a shift where before school came first, and now I think it's kind of a 1A, 1B situation. As you look at this now and you see what, the experience has been for you. Do you think that we are doing a good enough job in our educational system of exposing students to entrepreneurship and, and allowing them to have the experience you're having? No, <laughs> it's, it's an easy answer, but I think entrepreneurship is really all about failure. Like you're trying stuff, you're not getting it to work. You change a little bit or you change a lot. Uh, and it's just, you know, a constant iteration. Whereas in school, it's all about not failing. You're taught to avoid failure as much as possible. Just that constant kind of not being afraid of afraid to fail, which a lot of entrepreneurs talk about, is something I don't think our educational system really prepares for. That's really insightful and as insightful as your business. Benjamin, thanks for taking the time and speak with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Benjamin Picus of Motrack Therapy. listening to what's working in washington and a thank you to our sponsor montgomery county economic development corporation their business development team can help you find the best talent an ideal location and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater washington region and montgomery county your business success starts with mcedc connect with them at thinkmoco.com support for this podcast comes from university of maryland smith school of business where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. 
Music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>